Jeff Lyon, Kiss Stealing, Always Bet on Geek Podcast. Woo! <laughs> Picture, if you will, in the theater of your mind, two geeks. For our purposes, Marshall and Pat, who have decided no longer to bite chickens' heads off but to instead enter the realm of internet radio. If suddenly you find yourself hearing talk of comic books, television shows, and motion pictures, you may have inadvertently thrown your chips down on Always Bet on Geek. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from AMC's Comic Book Man, and you're listening to Always Bet on Geek. Wait a minute, didn't Wesley Snipes say that? Didn't Wesley Snipes go to prison? Didn't Wesley Snipes go to prison for tax evasion? Don't bet on black, folks. Bet on geek. Ready to form Voltron! What the fuck was that? The alarm system says it was ready to arm. Alarm. I thought you were, I thought you were like uh, setting the destruct sig- signal or something like that. Sulu, <sighs> confirm the order. Self destruct authorized. Sulu, Lieutenant Commander. Sulu's too busy fucking some dude. You're never too busy to fulfill your Starfleet obligations. Okay. What's up, everybody? This is Marshall. Squishing out sync on the Twitters. <laughs> Welcome to Always Bet on y'all, Geek. Y'all, y'all don't know, man. This was like <laughs> the long, slow build-up <laughs> to an introduction. <laughs> uh, it, it's been a few minutes. I don't know how long it's been. How long has it been since we recorded... Um, Pat, I actually haven't looked. And what's up? This is Pat, your friendly neighborhood co-host to the south of the Redneck o- Oasis, as my co-host says. And we're back. It's been a while, cause like you know, you and Ryan did some episodes too, so it doesn't feel like the actual podcast has been a while. But yeah, I recorded. Like I recorded with him a day after the vacuuming episode and that was the vacuuming thing came out August 17th. So the last time we recorded was, I don't know before that what's today, September something, right? Yeah. Give me one second. I, there's something in the microwave that you can probably hear in the background. So, Oh no, I couldn't hear it. Second. It's a, September 25th right now. 
So it's been about a month? It's been over a month. Not over a month. Yeah. The 17th, or it'd be the 18th last time I recorded. The 17th last, well, we recorded a couple days before it came out, so. Say the 14th, so yeah, it's the 25th now. It's been, what, a month and nine days, ten days, eleven days? It does not seem that long. I actually got it into the habit of, even though I fought against it, you had broken me down and got me in the habit of uh, once a week recording so for some reason it didn't seem that long well things are getting settled a little bit more now over here so you know we can get back to it we are sitting here well that's kind of late to tell them that we're in the hall of geekdom because I thought about I was talking thinking about Talk, having this whole speech about how the the Hall of Geekdom was had crumbled and fallen to the ground, and from the the rubble we're rebuilding the Hall of Geekdom, and then I realized that you know coming back from the ashes and stuff that's a fire thing, not a crumbling falling thing. So it was well, kind no, of because when because when stuff burns, it does crumble, and after it crumbles, it keeps burning, it becomes ash. Right, but that I wasn't I wasn't saying fire at first. I was just saying that it's crumbled and fallen to the ground, and then it's risen risen from the ashes. So it was just. Well, to uh, be fair, I mean, both can work because how many times in a comic book have we seen the superhero headquarters destroyed time and time again, and they just keep on rebuilding the Baxter Building, Avengers Mansion, Avengers Tower, the Batcave got fucked up during the big earthquake the fortress of solitude the watchtower for the justice league i mean every if you're base. a superhero <laughs> you got a yeah, base that's gonna yeah. get destroyed <laughs> right but they always rebuild it so because the bad guys inevitably always find out where the fuck you are that's why you have super or secret identities yeah but the, but, but that like never lasts before, long it's <clears throat> It's also happened to Batman, so pretty much if you're a superhero, you have to come to grips with the fact that sooner or later your headquarters would be severely damaged or destroyed. I mean, I think the I think the superhero team that takes the trophy in that contest are the X-Men. I can't tell you how many times the Xavier school has been destroyed or burnt down or ripped apart or just fucked up beyond recognition and they've always just rebuilt it again and again. Fubar. No, I mean, Fubar. but whenever you have uh, so many kids that can blow up mountains that don't know how to control their powers, I mean, when you learn how to control your powers, you know what? Shit happens. <laughs> Although majority well, big, a majority big. of those times it was bad guys coming after him, I know, but right, you had the bad guys, enemies. You, know, you had the fact the end, the Sentinels. You had the fact the end. What um, the Brotherhood, the fucking uh, the brother, dude, the government. That was another one I was just thinking. I know the Reavers never rushed there. The Marauders, did they ever? The Marauders did. Yeah. Yes. Was that the fall of the mutants, or was that just too many times? That I mean, was I don't the. Know. No, the first time was doing the mutant massacre. That's what I meant, not the fall of the mutants. 
that was the Morlock slaughter thing. Was that right? Or was that the fall of the mutants? The slaughter of the Morlocks was the mutant massacre. Okay, that's, that's, what, that's what I was thinking. Refers to. Yeah, that sucked. That was right about when I first started reading X-Men was when that was going on. All that was in all that was in the mid the mid eighties run when Chris I think yeah, you have to give Chris Claremont credit. He was not afraid to blow up the status quo at any time in the X Men run. Like just blow it up because like well, when he introduced the Marauders, he pretty much took out Nightcrawler, Colossus, and Kitty, like, off the board. Like, they were gold. <sighs> and he, like, brought in Havoc and Lone Shot and Dazzler and Psylocke. He put the X-Men on the run. I still don't know which Psylocke I like better. It, it was... I still think I like the Psylocke with the armor. I will always have a soft spot for the British Psylocke because that's the first time I was introduced to the character yeah me too but you know whatever she was a, she was weak as hell compared so <laughs> she was still a bad she no, was no, still a badass the, but I mean you know yeah I mean like the issue where she proved herself to herself and to the rest of the X-Men is when she had to hold off yeah, and she fried his brain. Well, up, well, up to a point, but then like he was about to kill her, but like she still held her ground. And then Wolverine came in and said, "Let's do this, bub." And like, that's right. You know, that was that was like, Uncanny X Men two thirteen. I know that. I know that's. I might have been one of my two or three first X Men comics. I've had that and lost it and but yeah, destroyed I mean, it. It's got ripped up twice by bullies, and I've I keep buying that one. That was that was the epic cover where they're like just face to face, like a big blown up picture right. on, on the cover. Right, right. Yeah, that's two thirteen. Yeah, I, yeah. I know X Men like that. <laughs> just so happens that that was yeah, one of the, one of the key starting starting ones for me. Right, yeah, but that's the issue where Psylocke proved herself. Yeah. To to the team and to herself too and it was awesome I was like man okay I, I like this character and like you had that cool fight with Wolverine and and Chris Claremont did that cool voiceover while they're fighting of like you know they let go of their humanity and they they so love what they do <laughs> it's just like them going at it <laughs> yeah it was crazy <laughs> they uh was, they yeah. made uh, what hamburger meat of each other Right, <laughs> but Psylocke took that time to pick Sabretooth's brain for any information, and anyway, it was it showed teamwork, it, it showed Wolverine being a badass, and it showed that Sabretooth was the equal of Wolverine because it was it was an actually awesome issue to this day. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And most folks don't realize that Sabretooth did not start off as a X-Men or a, or a Wolverine villain. What? An X-Men? He started off... Has he become an X-Men over time? I mean, you know, I'm... That was a decade that no, I, I like, like, missed. No, what, no, what I actually... 
what I meant was an X-Men villain or a, off as a, a Wolverine villain Wolverine okay, villain gotcha. right like his first appearance was in Power Pack wasn't it something like that Power Man Power Man and Iron Fist nice so are you excited this are you like, excited you know, man it's this month it's coming up like I don't know is no this month it's in it's in five days that's what days. I'm saying it, it might be out already I mean are, are, I know you're pumped up for no. it have you seen the spoiler teaser I am teaser I, for it I I am so pumped up like like I've done my thing where I only watch the two trailers and then I stop watching any trailer or teaser because I want to go in there kind of fresh but I'm ready man Luke Cage did you did you see the now. trailer did so you see sad. the teaser where it was set to uh, Old Dirty Bastard yes that's the only one I've seen of course I haven't had internet and I still don't have internet so I, I don't just watch YouTube on my phone like that Nah, man, I'm ready. Oh, and you can also get Netflix on your phone. Yeah, I don't. I'm not up to just watching stuff like that on my phone. I do have un, I have I unlimited you. data and everything, but no, man. I, you know, things have been kind of crazy. So hopefully, I can just get internet pretty soon. I'm gonna have to go to the other house to tomorrow to record our anniversary episode as long as that's still on i'll have to find out tomorrow so is this the point where we tell our people what's happening or is it still a surprise well a couple people know who we're we've got lined up but for the other four people i guess um they'll have to see because i don't want to say we have awesome special guests and then nobody shows up or i advertise five dudes and one shows up or i don't want to it's 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 no, if all things but, go to, if all but, plans go to if all what the fuck if everything goes to plan it'll be a pretty awesome show. Well, even if it doesn't, let's go ahead and do our own version. So what we're saying, folks, is September of 2015 is when we started Always Bet on Geek. But it was known as your parents' basement. <laughs> but Sept- it's always September, been on geek. September twenty sixth was when the first episode came out on iTunes. So it was a few weeks before that. So we've already technically passed our anniversary. Well, I consider this entire month the anniversary. Okay. Yep, and we went to the secret stash for the first time and our our pal Mark Costello, the Good Time fellow that works at the, worked at the Secret Stash, because uh, he told me that we could stay. Because I'm I've been reservist there for years. Most people know this, uh, and they mail me my comics every month. Walt calls me the the Stash's best customer, which I'm sure I'm falling off a little bit with the move and the everything. But uh, he said that we were there for a week. We went up there to hang out. And Mark said that we could stay there in the store. He didn't care. He was working, just hang out and enjoy it. It was an 18-hour drive. So everybody else left a couple times. I stayed in the store because it was just soaking it in. It was really awesome. But he he yeah, heard me. That, in. that came to a point where it, where it was like, so, Steph, are you hungry? I'm starving. Hey, Marsh, 
we go through. I'm fine. It's cool. All right, man. Well, we'll go. I'm absorbing the ambience <laughs> we'll of the stash. I don't need there. to eat. <laughs> uh, but he heard Mark heard me and Pat bullshitting with each other and stuff, and he said that we should start a podcast. And we laughed it off and everything, and then a couple of days later, he would say, Did, have you thought about that? Really? You, I mean, I can give you recommendations on cheap equipment that you can record and this and this. And I was like, no, I mean, yeah, we'll think about it. Yeah, that's cool. And I still kind of blew it off. But then after we left, you know, Mark would check on us and stuff. And he checked on us twice in the 18 hours that we were driving home. He texted my phone. Uh, and he was talking about the podcast. So when we got back, I we I downloaded an app from my phone called uh, what's it called VRP. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it's not on this new phone. I think it's VRP seven. It's like two or three dollars, and it's a little pocket recorder that you can save your audio. And and we had discussed. I guess almost a whole year before that we maybe were talking about doing a podcast, but you know, nothing came of it. I looked it up your parents' basement. We, it, we looked, it was going to be not your mother's basement, your daddy's basement, your, you know, all these variations of the something, not your basement, something all was taken until we found all uh, your parents' basement was untaken. So a year later, I don't know why I didn't look it up, but so our second episode, I think came out, I made the Twitter account. Yep. I was talking to people on Twitter and then your parents' basement, the real your parents' basement, hit me up on Twitter and was like <laughs> Yeah, the one the one that had been Well there. yeah, they about the I looked oh, and they wow. we've we talked a bunch and we still talk every once in a while. They say that they listen from time to time, but I don't know. Um right about the time where we talked about it and I looked it up. I don't remember the date. It was like uh, March or something. The like the month after that is when they did the same thing and they they went through the same process that we did. They they were under this, you know, and then your parents' basement is what they settled on too. So, <clears throat> so on we were on our way back from Jersey. We stopped by Brian Maxwell's house and did an episode of Maxwell's house. Um, Hurricane Max and uh, on badboardy.com. Uh, and we made jokes and I don't know, uh, the passenger 57 always bet on black came up in the episode or something. So that's might've been fresh in my head, but always bet on geek kind of came, came out, you know, I thinking about it though, because of the, the, the King of the nerds people that I'm running with and stuff, the Knights of Nerdvana, they, uh, <laughs> it's funny to say it, uh, we, we should have done something with nerds so that we could have tried to, you know, because geeks traditionally are just carnies that bite chicken's heads off and do crazy, grotesque things for money. So Okay, okay. Yeah, you, you always say that nobody that is listening to this podcast or born in the 21st century ever, when they hear geek, ever think about carnies <laughs> or biting chicken's heads off, man. They just don't. That's like a deep cut that's so deep people have to go... Why to is he saying this? What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> right? That's not true. Sure, okay. If... 
if you're out there and you're listening and you think Carney chickens heads off when you hear geek, hit me up on Twitter and let me know. Or always at always bet on I, geek. I'll tell because I would because I would tell you right now. I did it. And when I heard that in our promo, I'm like, what the fuck is that in there? So I had to Google, what the, oh, really? <laughs> that cut is so I mean, in, in, all fair, in all fairness, <laughs> no, it, I really don't think Carney either. But because I know that that's what that means, it's always there, you know? Like, even when he did the commercial and he was like, they're no longer biting chickens heads, whatever it was ex- exactly that he says. Even I was like, right. what? Oh, no, right. I know. It took me a second, but I was like, what the? F- oh, gotcha. No, I, I actually had to go to Google to look up what the, why is this in here? <laughs> what does this mean? Because, because words change depending on the society and the context. I mean, nobody now thinks about gay as in happy or like, you know, well, worry. They yeah, think about yeah, it that- as a, term for your sexual That's orientation true. even when i was a kid that was falling off like in, in school they would use I mean, gay we, as a happy term as meaning happy but that that was like not even something that was just super liked i don't know liked is the word but well i mean i mean if we if we went back in time and said oh that's cool People would not know what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> it's cold. What the so, hell are you talking about? It's cool. <laughs> talking about it's it's burning up out here. Oh, that's heavy. Heavy. What? Why is it, why is everything <laughs> heavy? Is there something wrong with the Earth's ma- <laughs> Earth's oh, magnetic yeah. field? Yeah, I don't think they'd be talking like that either. The Earth's magnetic field. How far back are we going? Wait, I was trying to quote from oh, Back to the Future. Oh, oh, oh. I haven't, man, it's been so fucking long. There's no way I could quote anything except for Great Scott and Hello McFly. I mean, I I watched those movies. Those were like some of the the movies growing up, 10 or 11 or something like that. Those were the movies, the first two at least. I watched those tons, man. I love, I love the third one too, but I love Westerns. But speaking of Back to the Future... They recently started a Back to the Future comic book from IDW, and it's actually really, really good. <laughs> like, I was surprised. I think I think they own their twelfth issue, but it's really good. Like, it's it's co-written by one of the co-writers of the of the movies, but like they have the characters down, and you get more backstory and. They really played with the time travel. It's it's actually a really good series. So if you haven't checked it out, Back to the Future by IDW is worth your time. Cool. There's a I don't I just saw it on Instagram. It's like I don't know if it's a sketch cover. If it's a sketch cover, it's an original and there's no way. But I really thought that I read that it was a variant cover. And I guess it was Star Wars because it was like a uh, it had Ray on the cover, and then Walt dressed like a uh, Jedi behind her, and he had a lightsaber, and he's saying something like, "So this really belonged to Anakin and Luke Skywalker," and he's looking over his shoulder. And then when you open the cover on the back, Ming is at the uh, the bar 
and Mike is back there and they're dressed like different like uh, Star Wars characters and then Brian's in the background behind the counter on the other side saying something about yeah that's the weapon that's you that was used in multiple mass murderings and children and it's missing or something like that. but <laughs> I forgot I forgot I forgot what comic it was <laughs> I forgot what comic it was, and I don't know if it's a variant or if it's a sketch. And if it's a variant, I got to get that on my wall, dude. So, you know, Barry, they've been reshowing the Star Wars saga on TNT. You know what? Before he dis- and, disappeared off the radar, and, and he he's a cartoonist, and he never wanted... He, asked me before he disappeared or before he changed his name and whatever happened to him. I'm assuming he's okay, but um, he was an, a cartoonist that even they mentioned on I Sell Comics once or twice. He's He was part of the the, the ants and I don't, I don't know where he went. Anyway. Okay, wait, so um, what did this... He, he sent me on disc the original three Star Wars movies recorded on the disc from his VHS tapes. And I just found them when I unpacked okay. them. <laughs> you were talking about the the, the okay. TV was showing the the new the rerun in the Yeah, so the, yeah, that's kind of it took me a second. Yeah, that it, will, it made yeah, perfect well, sense once I got to the end. Well, okay. <laughs> Apparently, I forgot what it was like to get lost in the weeds. Yeah, man, I thought you were. I thought you were practiced at this, man. What's up? What the, what the fuck? It's only been a month and some change. Oh, oh well. <laughs> now after that detour, I don't even know. You were talking. I was talking anyway, about the Star Wars variant cover with same. all of them, and you said that the TV right, was rerunning. The, they started showing the the original three Star Wars movies. Well, no, I mean the entire thing for episode one through the that's cool episode six, but but we're watching it on TV and it's the part where Obi Wan's like, "Oh, that's right, this was your father's lightsaber. He wanted me, <laughs> he wanted me to give this to you." And I'm thinking, "Wow!" And so begins the subtle manipulation of Luke to set him on the path that Obi-Wan and Yoda need him on so he can fight Darth Vader in the future. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> uh, yes, Luke, with this weapon, he personally massacred scores of innocent, helpless children with his own hands. But here, don't, it's yours don't, now. <laughs> don't forget the women and children of the sand people and all that stuff, too, and don't and everybody else. Also true, yeah. Yep. People discount them because they think they're beasts, but they are intelligent, sentient, <laughs> xenophobic bastards. Yes, they are, and he did. <laughs> he did massacre each and every one of them. <laughs> I mean, can you blame him? They oh. they had his mom, you know. What the Anakin, fuck? Anakin, no. <laughs> He's you know, it's Jedi. cool because I didn't have all my cords. I lost my X. I don't have a HD TV anymore, so I don't have AV plugs for my Xbox. I do now, but I had to 
so I was playing the original Xbox, and it was um, Star Wars Jedi Knight Academy, and it's taking place right after Jedi. Luke still dressed in that black Jedi thing that he was wearing in Jabba's palace, and he's rebuilt the academy. Yep. And there's a couple dozen students and maybe you know ten Jedi, and it's like, yep, and pretty soon. Kylo Ren's coming around, star student, pupil, and he's going to kill or have everybody in this room killed, including myself. This is going to be wonderful. <laughs> no, no, Luke escaped, but yeah. he killed the spirit. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Everybody in this room, my mentor that taught me to be a Jedi, me, even though I become a super badass Jedi, Kylo and the Knights of Ren rip my asshole wide open <laughs> I think it's because he just had a blind spot because that's his nephew no it's true I mean we don't know what they're really doing if he I mean, I, sensed it what, and... what what of the main things I'm looking forward to with episodes 8 and 9 is getting more of the backstory about what the fuck happened to the Jedi Academy what what broke Luke's spirit so much that he had to go off into exile, self-imposed exile, mind you, that captured that trap. Well, like I mean, he, he might have this R two. Probably what happened was, like you said, he believed in in Kylo Ren to the point where he turned a blind eye and everything was his fault in his mind. I mean, there's, there's, no, there's no other, there's no other no, reason I mean, or true. rhyme or reason yeah. why I would think that anybody would just do that. I mean, I understand a little bit because no, of and, the Marvel game and, plus, like, you know, and all the shit that you put me through in the Marvel. I mean, I can see that, and that's why I'm there. But I, I don't know for sure, but it makes sense. No, it does, and like, I mean, that's his sister's only son that's his best friend's only son and he turned to the dark side of Luke's wife. oh he's really I he's mean, really gonna go emo when he finds destroyed. out Kylo Ren killed Han Solo I think he I mean if oh hey still as it's on in the forest as it's on HBO y'all probably already knows spoilers Kylo kills hey <laughs> someone someone's at the door hold on a sec <laughs> We haven't really talked about anything other... Well, we've talked about all geek stuff pretty much, except for talking about my cats, which we probably won't hear because I'll probably edit all that crap out. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. If it's well, funny when I'm re-listening to it, maybe not, but we'll see. Well, it's been, it's been a year, man, and we've done double-digit podcast episodes. Like, there's 81 of them stick out in your mind uh well the one i, I mean that we've had a lot of really good ones i mean I, I think the first couple were really cool just because they were the first couple the christmas episode where we had everybody on was real fun um a couple like the one that we did when we were driving that nobody will hear that where we talked about our favorite artists i really dug that one that one was awesome <laughs> oh um, man yeah yeah. Oh, oh, the one that oh. I'm proudest of. I think, I think since I think since this is I think since this is the anniversary episode. 
you need to include the original the, theme. This song. isn't the anniversary episode. The be. next one will be the anniversary episode. Technically, this is actually so the anniversary we'll, episode, you, but I wasn't going to call it the anniversary because this may or may not come out before the anniversary episode. I'm not really sure yet. Because if all, if all goes to plan, if all goes well, to plan oh, tomorrow, I'm going to edit that one, one first. And then I'll come back to this one, so. Well, then, uh, well, then either on that one or this one, you need to include... I'll put it at the, the end. original theme song. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. It's the anniversary episode. No, man, because people might home. actually listen to the episode with our guests that come on. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's, that's the point, fact, man. <laughs> before I even played at the end, I might even pull this clip of you asking me to play that and put it before... <laughs> the song I mean I really think that we had oh, more man. listeners at first I really I have to ask Beach. I'm not really sure what our numbers are but uh I, I really think that just like most podcasts I guess you know you have a hundred people who subscribe to you but only like ten of them listen you know so I mean I, I don't know I'm so far behind I just now got to uh tell him TESD episode 300 where get him got married I'm like on 302 now, and I'm still three podcasts behind. And that's not even to mention all the Kevin Smith podcasts. I've just had to delete. I mean, just take them off my list, my listen list. I mean, I still got the Soldier of Pod and Totes hey, and BS. We know, and I got this... like three or four episodes of almost all of them. Bacon and beer. I mean, damn. Well, you know, I mean, there's there's only so many hours well especially now because since i'm day, out man. like on my own and stuff i'm really having to bust ass at this temp job because it doesn't pay great but i'm if i'm taking care of all the bills and stuff man I'm, i've been working last week because i had two hours of training class at the begin at the end of each shift i worked 14 hours every day last week and scheduled for 12 hours every day next week All right, so we may either need to take a break or wrap it up because folks are getting home because the garage door just went up because we kind of started That's in his late. parents' basement. The deepest part of the basement. The basement where you can hear folks walking okay. in and out at all times. If, you, if they're coming in or coming out, just stop talking for a second and I can I can edit it. Cause like, you can hear my mom and Natalie in the background too. But yeah, I mean, I've I've been going like thirty six minutes. Yeah, so, but I that's mean, only... we can make this a short episode, a, a blurb episode, I guess. Well, whatever. I'm just glad to be back on the mic, man. I've it didn't occur to me how much I actually missed podcasting until I looked up and it had been a month or so, and I was like. I miss being able to just talk about yes, random this, geek at least shit this was all geek friends. shit for the so. most part, and it was definitely random. But, <laughs> but <laughs> Which just because we didn't say it out loud, so really, I feel like we have succeeded. The Netflix show that we are excited about, that Pat, as a black man, is very excited about. What's it called, Cage, or is it called Luke Cage? 
Yes. Okay. Luke Cage. Hasn't S.H.I.E.L.D. started back too? Yes, the first episode okay, of S.H.I.E.L.D. was that. last is Tuesday. It ABC or CBS? Or is it is it Fox? ABC.com. You can watch ABC. the episodes. They're like a week or two behind. Yep. I think. Or you can get the ABC app or the Hulu Ooh, app. More commercials. You know what? That's not necessarily true, though. Isn't Hulu about to be not free anymore? But, but, I, well, it's going to have a tier system. You can watch all the shitty shows that nobody wants to watch, but. But I will say, <laughs> but I will say this though, that first episode of season four of S.H.I.E.L.D. was pretty badass. I never thought I would see Ghost Rider on a primetime TV network looking really, really badass. And well, that's it was also good. You know, I've seen something about that. I, I forgot all about it though. Yep, like Shield is doing what it always does for the MCU, for the Marvel Cinematic the inter- Universe. Is doing right. the heavy lifting Be- because, like, they introduced the Inhumans concept. So when the Inhumans movie does come down the pike people aren't taken off guard this season they're introducing magic so in two Doctor months strange, when right. folks go see Doctor Strange they won't be taken off guard so S.H.I.E.L.D. always does the heavy lifting of preparing people for a new okay. the next, the next, in the, the next step that so I want to see for the movie. is for a villain that starts on S.H.I.E.L.D. to go and do something in one of the movies. Well, see, that's that's mostly behind the scenes. Because not as many because... people watch the show. I mean, I get it. No, 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 no. It's um, um, the guy in charge of the Marvel TV unit has always wanted to keep like a soft distance away from the movies, and it's mostly eternal personality stuff because I would have loved to have seen uh... but like all the all the actors like all the actors from the TV shows and the movies they want to cross pollinate and Kevin Feige who's in charge of the Marvel movie system wants to cross pollinate is this that the main guy in charge of the Marvel TV system does not want to and they can't force the issue which is why yeah. they have to do the soft stuff like um, Kosen fixing up the helicarrier that Nick yeah. Fury used in Age of Ultron and seeing what happens in the fallout from the Sokovia Accords right. currently on S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that stuff but everybody but that one and guy the shield, wants to the see shield Hydra because switch. I would love to see yeah. right right it's cause like that that would explain why everybody online and on Twitter was like dude Kosen call Tony Stark you have this number <laughs> call him the fucking Avengers man y'all are overwhelmed but you know yeah <coughs> cause I mean what's his name uh Hive hey, yeah there Grant. you go. <laughs> That character, I would have loved to have seen that character in one of the yeah, movies. Uh, That's fucking badass. Yeah, he was, he was, he was, an, it's weird. It's weird. Like, it seems to be the Marvel villains on TV are more well 
well-rounded than the Marvel villains on the movies, except for Loki. Loki is the exception for the movies. But like on TV, there was Killgrave, the Kingpin, Hive. They've had some really cool villains on TV that, you know, the best kind of villain is the villain where there's a part of you that you want their plan to succeed. You want to, you want to, you, know you, you want to kill Grave succeed? <laughs> I think those are the best villains. <laughs> and there we go. I was like, wait for it. Cause he's, he's going to well, see. Gonna well, if you, if that out. no, so, if you know hey, that you're talking bullshit while you're like saying it, you don't, you can just stop yourself. No, no, because like there's, there's, there's always the exception, but like most cool bad guys, there's a part of you that's like, you wouldn't mind seeing the plan. Well, come you together. only you only mentioned like, three bad guys, bad and then guy you said right after that, that, that there's something of. in the bad guys that make. Well, that's because that's because I was trying to stay in the Marvel ecosystem, but like the only bad guy that I know of is Doctor Doom that has actually succeeded oh. in his plan was the Emperor of Star Wars. His plan succeeded. Almost precisely as he planned it. The only thing that was not in his plan was for Anakin to get that injured fighting Obi-Wan. Besides that, everything else worked out great. <laughs> he killed all the Jedi. He took over the galaxy. He had his new apprentice that was the chosen one of the Force itself. I mean, his plan succeeded beyond his wildest dreams. The only flaw was the fact that Obi-Wan and Yoda managed to hide the children and Obi-Wan really fucked up Anakin in their final duel on Mustafar. Besides that, <laughs> he's on top so of the So what world. do you think about uh, High Chancellor, what's his name? Have you heard, you know the dude? I forgot his name now. I've only seen The Force Awakens twice now, actually. Snook. Snoke. Smoke. Uh, have you heard that people are saying that they thought it was Mace Windu? How do you know? It's not Mace Windu. Besides, you know, Mace was a human, and this is a long time. <sighs> maybe, maybe he could have used, uh, you know, the Force to. Uh... <coughs> he was on the dark side path, you know. He was an angry some bitch. I mean, that's if you use our current technology for the current human lifespan of a Star Wars human. Maybe humans just live longer. In they the never. Star Wars they never actually they said. Do. They never actually like, said he was a human. I mean, he could just be a humanoid race of angry black man. I mean, I don't know. No, he's human. If you go, if if you go to the okay Wikipedia yeah, I page, they pretty much yeah. Back in the day, I would have actually, absolutely one hundred percent been looking stuff like the fact we had this technology when I was a kid. I would have already known that, but for some reason, and Stephanie says this pretty often, I'm like, man, I wonder, you know, I wonder this. She's like, Google it. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I wonder how I could do this. Google it. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I, it's not never going to be my go-to thing. Right, like, I fall, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, the. It's become mine because, like, now I'll find myself going, I wonder, and, like, and then I'm like, oh, wait, I don't have to wonder. I live in the future. <laughs> I just pick up my phone, and I do a quick search on Google and or 
Wikipedia, but Google tends to be my access point into Wikipedia. I just will never think that. Or, you know, I'll roll the dice and I'll ask Siri about it. But, yeah, man. I mean, why live in ignorance when we have the some knowledge of the entire human no, race I mean, I, in our I know, but just time. in my head, that's never the first thing that I think instead of Google look it up figure it out it's right there you can literally learn anything that like you said that people know you can fig- you can ask a question and it will pop into your fucking right, right there the next step is chips that we can just think and it all yeah, shows like, up um, I mean that's I bought something something that I need to invent in the Marvel game after this story yes. storyline goes through and um and to make that point, like, I bought Jen a new controller for the garage door so she could get in the house while, without always having to be right. having to wait. That sucks. Wait Doesn't she live there? For someone to she be can't walk home. in the front door? And I had... Whoa. Right, but no. Because the alarm system will go off before that, so it's just more, it, it's more inconvenient. But but we only had two car openers for the door. So I bought her a new r- remote for the door, but I had to figure out how to get it synced to our garage door opener. And I was like, how am I going to do it? And then I was like, wait, I can just go to YouTube. And sure enough, somebody had a video on YouTube how to sync your new controller to your, your, your garage door. And in and, and under like five minutes, it was like, all right, here nice. you go. It's all set. <clears throat> and when we did the paint job on the bathroom, and whenever we had a question, it was like, how are we going to? And then it was like, oh, wait, we can yeah, I, YouTube. I, I, did, I did use oh, Google, uh, YouTube to figure out how to use this little. But anyway, yeah. Uh, at a thrift store around here, we got her a Hello, my, my daughter, uh, Natalie, a uh, Hello Kitty popcorn maker. But. On the sticker, it said it was a snow uh-huh. cone maker. And the lady's like, yeah, it worked. I turned it on. And I'm thinking to myself, because I told her that it was a popcorn maker. She's like, oh, it was. She took the sticker off. She's like, well, it's the same price. But I was like, how do you know if the damn thing works if you think it's a snow cone maker? But, I mean, the thing is super, super loud. So it's like, how the hell do you think that this is an ice cream ice maker when the thing is like, getting to be like a thousand degrees i mean it, it heat, heated up super quick i don't know how she thought it was making unless she just thought it was fixing to blow up but she would sell it before it blew up or something i don't know but yes i guess the the moral of the story is we live in the information age of the 21st century and anything you want to know you could probably figure out if you just take the time to go into your pocket pull out your pocket <laughs> supercomputer and look it up on the worldwide <laughs> information database that has the sum collective total of all human knowledge I really think that they're like why are these people amazed that the internet does this <laughs> why is it such a big deal you know it's always been that way right? <laughs> you're just not figuring that shit out <laughs> well yeah well, actually, I guess that's my point because, like, I'm like, that's how I'm like. Martin, no, I mean, I do eventually go there, but it's never my very first <laughs> thought. It's never. 
I need to figure out, you know, I need to get to Google so I can figure this out. It's like, damn, you know, to fix a car, you used to have to go to AutoZone or a car place and buy one of those thick ass books on the model of your car. So I'm talking about, I don't really, I don't really have the money to do that. I, I need to try to figure, and Stephanie's like, oh, wow, YouTube. <laughs> oh, oh, right. And then I can actually watch somebody do it instead of, okay, okay. I'm like, she made fun of me and her dad to our faces because we were talking about that exact thing. We kind of looked at each other and, uh, and then said, yeah, good idea. Oh, that's true. That's And like, actually, because like, my goddaughter who's seven and your daughter who's four? If Natalie well, could speak more clearly, like she's still, you know, a four-year-old and doesn't speak completely clearly, but she would be on the voice command a lot, probably. But yes, they will grow up in a world that they have never known, did not used to have the internet. It's, it's like we were born into a world with TVs and we can't comprehend a world without a TV. They will grow up into a world where they can't comprehend not having the internet at all times because that's just the way it is and like with Lily she could already use Siri or whatnot and it's weird like <laughs> like she'll get put out if she talks to something yeah. and does not respond to her because she's so used to Siri and being able to talk to the, Natalie talk to the TV in, in this new apartment that show. I have she's uh, like you know they have kind the, of not used to daddy's backwards old ass technology she went up to my flat screen it's a flat screen but it's not it's just a flat there's no hd or anything she went up and tried to touch the screen to, to do stuff and she looked at me she was like it's not working i'm like that's not that kind of tv and she looked at me like she didn't know what the fuck i was talking about I'm like what do you mean you can't touch the screen what what the fuck is, what God, <laughs> the same thing happened to me and lily we were on vacation, and we're, and we're in a hotel, and it's me, her, and Nancy, and we're about to start our day going out to see stuff, and she's watching a cartoon on the hotel TV, and we're like, Lily, it's time to go, you know, go in the bathroom and get right. ready. And she says, okay, well, just pause this, and like, I'll go get ready. And then we're like, we can't pause it. This TV does not work this way. We're in a hotel. And she looked us in the eye and with as much condescension as you can imagine a six-year-old having said, of course it works that way. It's a TV. <laughs> and we're like, Lily, go in the bathroom. <laughs> we know what we're talking about. We're the grown-ups. But for her wow, mind, that, the thought that a TV couldn't that's, pause that's heavy, at any man. time was completely out of her wheelhouse. <laughs> right. Like That's not a stand, standard way. TV it's thing. <laughs> like, you know they used to uh, go get ready. only have five stations, <laughs> yeah. right? Only three, actually. Yeah. ABC, CBS, and NBC. Well, there was always networks. ten. Nah, man. Always... It, it, it was the big three. ABC, CBS, There wasn't NBC. no public broadcasting station? Oh, well, that was considered a a big one. Well, but yeah, I mean, they showed stuff. TBS. Sometimes I ended up watching Channel Ten just because of the lack of. You you only watched Channel were, Ten when the news was, was on, yeah, whatsoever, right? 
but yeah, but now there's the now I can't even count all. The I don't know. There's thousands. If you oh, but but what's wild is <laughs> what's wild. They um the NFL and Twitter came to an agreement that now you can watch Thursday Night Football live on Twitter. And so I'm watching football on my iPhone 6S Plus in high def 4K resolution. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I don't really even need cable anymore. I can watch live football on my phone on Twitter. The only thing that I want cable for, which I'm not even going to get TV, I'm just getting Wi-Fi, which in this little podunk-ass town. Okay, I moved to... It's like a a main road, and then there's a side street. And it's a street, but then up a little ways, there's the gravel road. And someone has all the land, and they've made lots of apartments, like big duplexes, basically. One-bedroom apartments, there's like six of them. There's a house across the street, which is the guy's sister. I live with the sister. She has an addition onto her house. Her house is like a duplex, too. My The one-bedroom apartment I'm staying in is attached to her house. It's real nice. I mean, it's real tiny, and the air's, you know, anyway. It, it's okay, because it's a minute from, from Natalie and Stephanie. Um, it's all gravel. I called the internet people. They didn't even know what the hell I was, where my address was. They didn't know any, and they don't. I don't even have an address here yet. I have to file for the, because I'm the first resident in this apartment. So they can give me a mailbox, and they can. I have to go to the post office and apply, and it's not a problem. Uh, and you can maybe even hear the dogs now. She's she's very clean, which is the only reason why I wanted to live here because she's. The crazy cat lady. She's got eight cat. Okay, wait. So, what does this have to do with? I'm getting. <laughs> I'm getting lost, getting in the weeds lost in the weeds. <laughs> about cable, they have to, from the main highway, run a line all the way down to the uh, cobble street or, or the the gravel street, and then run a line all the way down to the house that I'm in for me to get internet. So I may have to do satellite and have satellite internet instead of. So I may have TV. The one thing, I mean, I watch WWE, and I'm really digging Enzo and Cass, Big Cass, the certified Gs. They're they're awesome. Uh, but man, the only thing I really want in October coming up around Halloween is when Comic Book Men season six starts to air. And I really want to see that. Well, they will. They will actually have it on the AMC app because it's. Broadcast on AMC and AMC you, has an app. That you have to. You can watch all their shows. You have to pay for broadcast. it, though, right? So I remember yeah. I tried to do that before, and because I didn't have a cable provider, I couldn't watch it. Maybe Steph would let me use her cable provider. I mean, yeah. I mean, it it won't cost her anything extra. You just use her login. I'm not sure. I don't remember what the deal was. Well, I guess on that note, we should start to wrap it up. I'm not really sure. So, if this comes out before our official anniversary episode comes out, then happy anniversary, happy birthday, always bet on Geek. Uh, It doesn't seem like a year, but it seems like longer. Uh, It took a lot. It seems like there's been a lot going on this year. 2016 was great. 
and sucky at the same time. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it started on badboardy.com. Thank you, Maxwell, Brian Maxwell. We much, very much appreciate it. Listen to him on the Maxwell's House podcast. That's right. Uh, now we're with the new Pod World Order. It's growing. It, there's tons of podcasts. There's more podcasts than you can actually listen to, and they're all worth the listen. Go to newpodworldorder.com, and you'll see the list of them. We might not be up on the front because it's been a little while since we've done a podcast, but if you look for us, we're there too. And I would like to give a shout out to Wesley Snipes, Dave <laughs> Walker, <laughs> for teaching me to always bet on black, which helped me come up with the name for this podcast. So thanks. <laughs> and thanks to everyone that still listens. And we thanks to... We do thanks, it all for you. Thanks to uh, you. Jared Axelrod on uh, free, f- free <laughs> the the voice of Free Planet X <laughs> and three black geeks. So and so so has this so has this become a history of war? Jimmy Kimmel, Matt Damon, <laughs> Matt Damon skit where Jimmy Kimmel will invite Matt Damon on, but then say they're out of time. Is it just going to be oh? <laughs> What's up? So, oh yes, and hardcore history. Somebody else, somebody else Free on the Pod Geeks. World Order, new Pod World Order listens to the that podcast, the hardcore history. But I forgot. I want to say it. It's an awesome podcast. But I'm I'm not sure who it was. But it's it's pretty hardcore, so you, you need to be ready. Like war is not fun. Nope, war is not fun. Just see that was wrong. I was going to say ask the Native Americans. But that wasn't much of a war. That was crazy. I've been on a whole thing lately about how we got this country and what we did and how we went about it. And it's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of an oxymoron. I'm pr- I'm happy to be in the country I'm in, but the way we got it, yeah, that's cr- crazy nuts. No, it's like President Obama said at the opening of that of the new African-American museum. No, actually, it wasn't. No, it was. But, well, the gist of it is a true patriot does not shy away from looking at the truths of their country. They recognize the flaws and then work to make sure those flaws are corrected or never happen again. And it wasn't President Obama that said that it was actually President Bush. I have to give him credit because that was. That oh, was I see how it is. All made. the good things that people say come from the black man. I got you. Well, yes, just like all the good things that come that have happened to, to this country have come from us. So you're welcome, it's man. You're welcome. Welcome to our paradise. I wouldn't. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, I don't think that, this that, is paradise exactly, I, but uh, I, it's a work in progress. I, I, it's working progress. Good point. So I guess on that note, um, wait. This has been your wait. Hold on. Neighborhood. I forgot. No, I'm just messing with you. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I almost always have to interrupt the ending of the podcast, and I, I was thinking really hard. I couldn't think of nothing, other than stay tuned for the next episode. It might be a week off. But uh, it's going to be a good one. If, yeah.
Oh, and I'm on the battery. So, all right. So, on that note, happy birthday to Always Bet on Geek. Happy anniversary. This has been your friendly neighborhood co-host, Pat, to the south of the Redneck Oasis and up north. Yeah, north. Um, don't forget iTunes, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, which I've fallen off of, even though I barely even started it. Um, did we do our introduction pop thing to that? We never did that, did we? We did? Yes. No. Are you yeah, yeah, we did. sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I okay, I'll look. I'll probably had to it to yeah. care of then. Um, uh, always bet on geek.com. Um, if you want a podcast edited, uh, squishy in at squishy in studios or squishy now studios at gmail.com, uh, Facebook, uh, what else are we on? You can find us on Twitter. I said that. At always been on Geek, Facebook. Always been on Geek. SoundCloud. iTunes. Stitcher. Uh, NewPodWorldOrder.com. Did you get always been on Geek at Gmail? I don't remember. There you go. And Pat doesn't advertise himself because he thinks that he's going to scare you with his political views. He's a black man. What do you think his political views are? <laughs> uh, <coughs> read comics. Buy them by the store. Don't buy them digitally. Oh, no. Stop. Buy them however works for you because I buy them from my iPad on the Marvel app, the DC app, or the Image app. This is where you I, I always quote Stan Lee. And this is where I will say this is one of the times that I disagree with Stan the man, but go ahead. Comics are like boobs. They're great on a computer, but they're better in your hand. But I prefer them in your hand. And, and he says that as long as his dick is in his I'm hand, the boobs are fine no matter what they look like. I got you, man. I, I got you. There you go. You do you. You do you. Crazy <laughs> black man with his dick in his hand. That's all that that is. All, all I'm saying is I'm sure there are some comic readers that don't even like boobs, but still, <laughs> you know what? If that's so, yeah, let me, then... <laughs> let me just discount more than half the population. Yeah. My, my, my bad, my bad. John. Right. So I just thought it was funny that Stan is a pervert and, in his old age. And... and that's why, and that's why you need me. Otherwise the white man would go off the rails like that. So on that note, this has been another episode of always metal geek. And I guess we out. <laughs>